Have you ever noticed that podcasts are a little like sharks? When they stop swimming, they die, and they can both smell blood from a mile away. So in the spirit of keeping swimming, I'd like to introduce you to TOS Plus. Putting my business pants on for a second, TOS Plus is our new premium membership thingamajig. It's the all-access pass to a growing library of exclusive horror, sci-fi, and WTF audio fiction, along with access to the regular TOS weekly stories in higher quality, a week early, and ad-free. Once again, that's exclusive episodes, ad-free, a week early, and higher quality audio. You'll also get access to the brand new TOS Plus Vault, where you can grab our ebooks, comics, and desktop wallpapers and all sorts of stuff. All of this is available today via our Patreon campaign, which includes juicy extras like Discord access, audiobooks, and merch. And if you're an Apple user, you can subscribe directly via the Apple Podcasts app. We're now in our eighth year of the podcast, and we've got so many cool projects on the boil none of which would be possible without the ongoing support of our listeners, specifically our premium subscribers, our super-powered patrons, and the many multi-dimensional voodoo priests air-guitaring to the TOS intro jingle. For more, head over to theotherstories.net forward slash plus. Once again, that's theotherstories.net forward slash plus. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. These aren't the stories your mother told you. No. These are the other stories. Foreign Bodies Written by Matt Butcher Narrated by Josh Curran I open my eyes and the bright lights above me flood painfully into my eyes. My pupils couldn't react quickly enough to adjust, as I'm still groggy from the anaesthetic. It feels like needles stabbing clear through the soft jelly of my eyeballs and into the meat at the back of their sockets. The pain fades soon, though, as my pupils finally manage to shrink to pinpricks. 
From the brilliant, almost heavenly light above me, a figure appears, looming overhead. He's just a silhouette at first, but soon, as my eyes begin to regain proper function, a face begins to materialise from the black. Do you remember why you're here? He asks me in a thick accent. I think it's German? Possibly. I'm not sure. Do I remember why I'm here? The memory is there, shrouded somewhere in the doped-up mess of thoughts rattling around in my skull. From the mental fog, something appears, as though triggered by the man's voice. I remember him. I think. He seems to take my silence as a negative response, and asks another question. Mr. Francis, my name is Dr. Steiner. You remember me, Adam? I nod. I remember him. And I remember myself. My name is Adam Francis, as the good doctor kindly reminded me. And I know why I'm here today, lying on this hospital bed under the harsh glare of the theatre lights. Yes. I remember why I'm here. I inform him with a mouth that feels as though it's moving in slow motion. His face lights up. Excellent! He exclaims in that thick accent. Then the procedure was a success. He hands the nurse a clipboard with a wad of documents clasped to it, and she scuttles off to carry out her master's wishes. I try to sit up, but the pain is indescribable, despite the morphine's soothing presence. Seeing that I've stirred, Dr. Steiner places a hand firmly on my chest, restricting any further movement. Sit still for the moment, please, he commands in a cold tone. We need to make sure everything is... In place. The nurse returns to his side, though now minus the clipboard and nods. Excellent, Dr. Steiner says with a grin to his silent aide. He reaches down to my side, presses something, and the bed begins to transform, forcing me into a sitting position. I reach for the dressing covering my stitches, but Dr. Steiner bats my hand away as though I were a cat trying to steal food from its master's plate. Leave it be for now, please. Maybe it's the morphine, or perhaps because I was unconscious for so long, but it takes me far too long to realize what I just did. I just moved my hand. I'm a quadriplegic, and I just moved my fucking hand. Five years ago, I was in a collision with a drunk driver. No fault of my own, I hasten to add. Since I was pulled from the mangled wreckage all broken and bloody, I couldn't move a damn thing from my neck down. But this procedure... This miracle has granted me new hope, a release from my own useless body. Would you like to see? The doctor asks with a grin. I nod. The nurse wheels over a large mirror and arranges it so I can see myself. I look tired, unsurprising as I've been asleep for close to 36 hours. My eyes trace down my nose, my chin, which is covered with light stubble, and down to my neck. There is a thick bandage wrapped several times around my neck, but little blood still seems to be seeping through. Perhaps my head hasn't healed this new body just yet. Head transplants are hardly something to heal from in a few hours, I suppose. I'll just have to be patient before taking up swing dancing or mixed martial arts or whatever my new body allows me to do. Do you want to take it for a test drive? Dr. Steiner asks eagerly, already pulling my legs around so I can sit on the edge of the bed. The gap down the back of my hospital gown lets in the cold, and despite being unpleasant, I'm grateful for it. 
I can feel cold again. I can feel again. Can you move your toes? The doctor asks. I try and manage to slowly curl them. They tingle sharply, not dissimilar to when blood rushes back into your arm after you've woken up to it numb. Soon, this sharp tingling is everywhere. I feel like I'm clothed in needles, but still, I don't seem to mind. I feel. Sliding cautiously off the bed, I let my bare feet touch down on the cold linoleum. Chill shoots up my spine, my new spine. I shiver, electrical signals from the foreign nerves in the soles of my feet reach my brain. This is brilliant, the doctor exclaims with the enthusiasm of a child on Christmas. Far greater than I could even have imagined. Dr. Steiner scurries off, his assisting nurse hot on his heels, no doubt keen to fetch whatever motor skill tests he has lined up. As I stand alone next to the bed with my newly acquired bare arse out in the cool air, I feel something new. My brain feels warm, no, searing hot. It's boiling in my skull like a screaming lobster in a pot. The heat seems to flow down my spine as though it were molten lead, thick and heavy. It trickles down each nerve to its end, like poisonous chemicals dumped in mountain springs making their way down rivers and estuaries to the open mouth of the sea. It feels like I am on fire on the inside, like this goddamn electricity under my skin. Then, with a head full of bubbling chaos, it hits me. Subtle at first like a thread caught on a protruding nail. But soon, this feeling, this strange feeling, fills my head, and the sweater is unraveled in a dishevelled heap on the floor. I escape from one prison, only to find myself trapped in another. Though this one is able-bodied, I'm still caged in its fleshy confines. This feeling, this raw energy, is my essence, my, my soul. I'm consciously aware of my soul. That's what this is. I'm connected to the infinite. God to the fucking universe and I'm ready to go home. I'm ready to go home to the stars where I belong. Only one thing stands in my way. I grab a scalpel from a nearby trolley. Dig it deep into my arm. I'll be free of this slowly decaying shell soon. I hack away until chunks of wet meat hang from the bone and drop to the floor with a squelch. I hit some crucial vein or artery and blood sprays out impressively in rhythmic pulses. It's alright, I tell myself. I don't need blood where I'm going. There's a scream from behind me. Dr. Steiner's nurse finally makes a sound. They see the scalpel and don't rush to help me. That's fine. I can continue my work uninterrupted, driving the merciless blade into the ditch of the elbow. I manage to navigate through the joint and separate the forearm. It crashes limply onto the bloody chunks littering the floor at my feet. As I feel the infinite black begin to welcome me into its cold embrace, I feel relief. I'm going home. I fall down as the shell finally begins to give up. Blood continues to spurt out what's left of the arm to surround me in deep red. Time to go home. As I close my eyes for the last time, I faintly hear Dr. Steiner speak. Why does this keep happening? He asks his nurse, who is still screaming. 
Why do the bodies keep rejecting the heads? I hope you enjoyed this episode of The Other Stories. Foreign Bodies was written by Matthew Butcher, narrated by Josh Curran, with music by Tom Robson, Niels Fram, and Bobby Hates Jones. We've just released our first print edition of The Other Stories. It collects all of the stories from the first three volumes of the show, with an extra thrown in just for you. It's available from all good Amazons, and you'll find a direct link in the show notes in this episode. If you enjoyed the episode immensely, then why not go and leave us a review in the iTunes store and help spread the word, the love, and the joy. Until next time.